Hello there, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Super Cast Brothers, a Smash Brothers podcast where we talk about a bunch of baloney that nobody else really cares about. It's the truth. We accept this. My name is Antok, otherwise known as Lister. Over there, we've got John, otherwise known as Hello. John. No. Stop. Please. God. <laughs> why? And as well as many other things, too. Oh, like, what's that? I it is Ike from the video game series Fire Emblem. Oh, I've heard about it. That's like the that's like the anime um, sword fighting thing that everybody gets pissed off about in Smash. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was sent by uh, an anonymous donor to hmm. to my cause. Um, although a, a note was left behind that. Uh, oh, really? That said, fine. Yes, it said. Uh, it was simply an insignia that had the letters Z on it. So I thank them. It was a very kind birthday gift. This this sweet boy will be on my shelf for eternity. How how mysterious. Uh, yes. I wish you luck in figuring out that note, I guess. We will. I mean, maybe some DNA tracing or something, unless I uh, pulled some men in black shit, but... We'll figure it out. Uh, I mean, that's, you know, the internet. You can order all kinds of things from all kinds of places. Oh, oh. <laughs> are you talking about one of those murder evidence boxes? I heard about those. No, 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 no murder. Oh, There's you know, evidence. There, oh, okay. there was nothing okay. untoward. It's just, a, I guess, somebody was like, hey, wouldn't it be nice if he had a little Ike figure? This is a big Ike figure. <laughs> oh, oops. Oh, Ragnall is not fitting on the shelf. <laughs> I'll put him back on the shelf in my bedroom. <laughs> you just have to like have like a little little shelf attached to your outfit, so you can just like ride mm -hmm. around with you throughout the day. No, get one of those uh those baby, the the, the things where you can strap a baby on your chest and put Ike in there. Okay. Do it. You won't. Okay. I probably would actually do that. That's that's pretty entertaining. Well, kind of. I mean, this weird. is close to an actual baby that I'll that I'll be having. No, that's your dog. Yeah, that's true. Actually, that's a that's a fair point. Isn't that right, you down there? Oh, true. Mark's there. Pat, pat, pat. Oh, he's always here. <laughs> what a friend. Pat, pat, pat. He enjoys the axe. He is not. <laughs> ah, right. I don't know who that is. Well, we, we, we try and figure... Moola tries to figure out who it is every year. And for some reason, Moo's convinced it's me. I don't know what could possibly give them that impression. But that's just crazy. We all know I'm not that nice. <laughs> I yeah, would never, I would never right. buy somebody an anonymous yeah. gift and send it to them. Never. Yeah, precisely. I know, I know you wouldn't, you dick. <laughs> I gotta know. I gotta know. I gotta know. Before we move on to our main topics here, what was your immediate reaction when you opened the thing up? Okay, so my first reaction, I mean, just before that, I was like, oh, um. This must be Walmart with the root beer. 
<laughs> the label sales from Good Smile, though. Oh, I know. Just when the guy pulled up in the, in my driveway, um, and then I opened the door and I was like, "What is this like freaking big ass box? Like this thing is pretty big. I don't know what the scale will look like on video, but the I box mean, is like five we can, times its size. Like, hold it in front of your face, like directly in front." No, I mean like like against your face. Yeah, see, there there's the scale. It's bigger than his head. Yeah. Which is pretty damn cool. So the box is very large. Right, it's like that big. It's it is about the size of your axe, actually, if I if I'm thinking about it. Um, so when I opened it, I was like, what the hell is this? It actually did not say, like, Play Asia on it or anything. It, mm -hmm. it just said, to Jonathan from. And I was like, what? <laughs> it was completely, like, there was no return send, sending address. And I was like, is this, like, a bomb or, like, poison? Like, what the fuck is this? Miasma. Dark Spikes tea. Precisely. And then I opened it up and it said, Fire Emblem Ike. And I was like, Oh! <laughs> and then I opened it up, and I brought it to my bed, and I put the box down, and I took pictures of the box, and then I uploaded them to our friend group on Discord, and said, "Oh, um, what did I say very specifically?" I was like, "Okay, it's which like one which of you one of you fuckers did like, this?" I uh, specifically said. All right, Funky Bunnies, it's time to fess up and reveal which one of you's got Papa John of this sick gift. And, I consider um, and then, not uh, responding. I was like, hmm, yeah. should I say something? Yeah. Give it a while. I could have assumed it was you because I, I wasn't... The, the pickings would have had to have been slim. It would have right? been me or Jake. It would have been me or Jake. Yeah. You, Jake, maybe Eric. Otherwise, no idea. Uh, I had a feel. I had. A, I was leaning towards you, of course. Um, but then you sent me confirmation. I sent you a picture of Ike smiling, yeah. which could have meant anything. Yeah. yeah. But because I've known you for probably over fifteen years now, I was like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you got, <laughs> got him. No. Personal victory. Yeah. Now I got him. Now I you got do. Him. Yeah. You do. Touch that button. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> I said butt. There's only one butt. Oh, true. Oh, on, on him. Yep. Yeah, touch his butt. Okay. Touch the butt. There you go. Now you get pulled up to Sydney. Wait, what? <laughs> Finding Nemo! Oh, yeah. <laughs> Touch the butt! Oh god! Now you got it. Girl with the with the freaking dentistry off appointment. There, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a piranha. Nah, nah. It's my sister religiously quotes like once a week at the very least, and gets on my last nerve. Like, oh my god! <laughs> so you need to find something that gets on her nerve and just repeatedly quote it to her. That's pretty much just me saying hello. That's. Yeah, that gets to me. Yep. Or, or anybody or else who's like you. breathing in my general direction is like, ah, oh, fuck, there's another person here. God damn it. That'll be another reason why we need to get out of the escape room faster. <laughs> yep. Um, 
Speaking of Fire Emblem, mm. I think it's worth noting how we like made a complete 180 on Fire Emblem Warriors Three Hopes since yeah. we talked mad shit about it during the Violet episode. Yeah, we. Um, we I turns think out that, we should have tried before you buy. Yeah, yeah, that what? that was just the last episode, and then pretty much like that night, I think I or no, it was like the next day. Uh, I downloaded the demo just like to see to see it out. I was like, okay. This is actually playing pretty good. I like the character interaction. I feel like the characters are interacting better in Three Helps than they did in Three Houses. Uh, mm -hmm. it's, the the main game has released now. I've been playing it. I'm up to chapter six on Edelgard's route, and I'm enjoying it so far. Uh, chapter six yeah. is the first time I feel like I've actually had to deal with difficulty. Uh, there's one map I played where it's like, yeah, there's like three or four units that we're not telling you where they are, but. We are telling you that if they die, you lose. Like, oh. I lost, like, three times because it was just like, like, oh, hey, there's a mage here. He's about to die. It's like, I haven't even found the mage. What are you talking about? What? <laughs> Fuck. Oh, my God. Um, and my primary concern with these games is always um, kind of kind of what I perceive as a wasting of time with, mm. with alternate universe storylines. Age of Calamity really kind of sold us out hard on that one. Yeah, but like what, what um, they should have done this one, yeah. What they should have done for Age of Calamity is have the real timeline and story, show the devastation, which you know you see, but like show show the heroes lose. Like you have your like your last day in battle, then you have to you like you win it, but story wise you lose, and you know we see the events that happen where Link falls and Zelda gets him taken up to the Shrine of Awakening or whatever the fuck it was called. But then they could have, like, okay, you beat the main game. Now, here's a special what-if mode. Where right. they play out the events where the four characters go back in time, and they change events. That's what they should have done for Age of Calamity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Agreed. Three Hopes plays it a little bit differently, though. It's, um, there yeah. are speculations and rumors as for how it could be influenced in an actual yeah. kind of canon way. Um, like, the, there was talk due to data mines uh, from the demo that, oh, looking at how these chapters structured, it looks like the last few chapters might be the same for all three routes. Or, like, mm -hmm. like maybe all the, all the characters, like, converge in one area or something. But we don't know if they're all, like, their own distinct routes, like three houses does. Or if it's like, okay, mm -hmm. here's three different routes, and they're all happening at the same time. Like, they're all kids to each other. The only difference is where your avatar character is, but his, but their impact on the story is not enough to actually change the event. You're just playing through them. We don't really know. Right. We don't know yet. Uh, eventually, I'll finish one of the routes, and when I start on the second one, I'll find out fairly quickly if they're having it at the same time or not. Yeah, and I hear it's, it's fairly meaty, too. Like, each route takes about 30 hours to complete, so mm -hmm. it'll be... It'll be fun. Um, oh, dear. And it you takes know, 30 hours to complete. I'm already 15 hours in on Chapter 6. It's going to take okay, me maybe than... longer than that. <laughs> now, to be fair, it could, maybe yeah. it only takes you 30 hours if you just do the speedrun stuff and you don't do everything. But we know me. Mm -hmm. I do everything. Mm -hmm. And me with Fire Emblem, I want to do all the support conversations and, and, and all yep. that. Um, yep. Yeah, and you know, it's even if it were just an alternate universe storyline, they're, they're handling it well enough and differently enough to where... Like okay, this is interesting. Uh, mm -hmm. Shez is actually an interesting character. I think that they are fun. The um, characters have like reacting yeah. differently because Violet, everybody's just like enamored with Violet. Like, oh, my perfect professor who doesn't know what a, t a smile is. Let me lavish mm -hmm. you with praise. Meanwhile, Shez is just like, 
Sup. Sup. Yep. And they move on. Like, alright. Yeah. I feel I feel yeah. like he's more of a just a dude than Violet was just like the supreme avatar of perfection. It's like, okay. Uh huh. Yep. Doesn't say a word, but they're they're like God. Um <laughs> Meanwhile Shez actually has a they, personality. Yeah, Shez is actually cool. Had it not been for them being a sword fighter, a Myrmidon, then I would have been like, Yeah, they could be in Smash. <laughs> they're not a Myrmidon. Oh no. The 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 okay. to, the Prologue tutorial has them as, as a Myrmidon, but after you, oh, then they're, after they're that, like they become, or yeah, whatever. they do, they do uh -huh. wield. Mm -hmm. I don't know if they okay, have any that... other unique classes, because once I mastered Flugel, I was like, alright, well, I guess you're going to be something else for a while, so you can learn more things. Mm -hmm. That was actually pretty cool, the, the dual wielding and the transformation. It's also OP as fuck! Yeah. Flugel is an OP <laughs> right. class, holy shit! Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. I can you know, juggle I the entire in, yeah. map, never lose my combo. Jesus. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I've experienced that too, just in the demo. It's it's kind of nuts. And he, and you can like totally overlevel Shez in like no time. Yeah. Um, I've been rotating but, uh, on yeah, my characters though, so. Like I'm actually yeah, below the recommended level for the missions right now, which is like, I'm still succeeding. Yep. Yep. Take him to the stables, I guess. Uh... Yeah, I'm actually enjoying the game. I'm enjoying the, the gameplay loop. I'm enjoying the characterization. Uh, what I like about it is getting more depth to each character that you mm -hmm. saw in Three Houses. My critique, I guess, is that if you haven't played Three Houses, you will totally be lost in the yeah. story. Yeah, because not only do they, they, they glaze really, over yeah. everybody's like backstory and the character set from uh, the first half of Three Houses, but they really rely on you knowing anything about the world in game right right so you pretty much have to have to know three houses like the back of your hand to play this game yep and enjoy the story um but as someone who played three houses and knows it like the back of my hand i do enjoy the story yeah i do enjoy the characters um we'll I see how we feel when we get far, deeper in yeah. and when we get harder mm -hmm. missions but right right but i uh, but you know i think the three houses cast is by far the best fire emblem cast we've had in a long time and it's a joy to be back in that world. I'm so. assuming long time means since Radiant Dawn for you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just uh, about. I mean, yeah. Um, thinking about it. I mean, depending yeah, on how you so count remake games, that was only three games ago. Mm hmm. Radiant Dawn Awakening Fates. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Oh god! But awakening just kind of rushed through it, and fates we just kind of don't talk about. So um. yeah, fates <laughs> doubled down on some of the bad aspects of awakening. It had good aspects of it, but I was like, okay, mm -hmm. do we really need the petting scenes? Horrible, horrible. A, a and downside, if you don't know what I'm um, talking about, yeah, you played the American version. <laughs> <laughs> The Japanese version had petting scenes. It's like, oh dear. Okay. Listen, we yeah, don't need to Amer rub our stylus yeah. on the screen to rub Camilla's face. It's a little fucking weird. The English version had it too. Um, no, it just not like removed. The, the group. No, there, there, elements were removed. 
the general idea was there. You, you still like invite them to your room. Oh, okay. And yeah. then like literally like you like touch their arms. It's like, what is going on? God. So, <laughs> and then, I mean, three houses has their tea time. Where it's like, okay, you had a successful conversation with me. Now you can stare at my face and move the camera around various angles of me. It's like, no, <laughs> no, no, sir. Thank you. Only Eloise. Yeah. They, um, there, there's a, a counterpart to that in the Three Hopes game. And I got a perfect uh, expedition, they're called. I had a perfect expedition with Edelgard, my first friend, through. And I was like, all right, let's see what this does. And she was responding to whenever I turned the camera around. And I panned it down. And she was just like, I hope you're actually just inspecting my armor for cracks. <laughs> and not anything else. It's like, oh, <laughs> shit. I love that they did that. Like, she's threatening you here. It's like, you better not be doing what I think you're doing, sir. That is so funny. That is so funny. And yet, if, if it were Biolus, she'd be like, yes, of course, yeah. My teacher? And you're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, though. Uh, enough mm -hmm. of uh, Three Houses and Three Hopes for now. We beat, we beat Biolus with a stick talking shit on them and then we finally get into the new moveset so let's find new things to talk about like how about a smash dash and some rate their chances yeah miss byleth in the in this uh no no byleth is oh. not in this one um, oh that was last What's episode just get oh yeah. good point let's just end the episode uh next time we'll be talking about uh flood as an item so yeah get ready for two hours of flood not as a character no, an item. But what about his emotional growth? Chucked down the dumpster. Just like the Chuckster enemy that I posted on the Smash W wiki. Yes. Which is a Theonta that throws you. Yes, just like Grant the Nasty. Anywho, our first Wraith of Chance character for today is actually going to be Professor E. Gad. Uh, oh, primarily nice. of the uh, Luigi's Mansion games, but he's appeared in a few other titles. Uh, Super Mario Sunshine is another major one. Uh, he's had some Mario Party and Mario Kart uh, Superstar Saga appearances. He really just like kind of makes some stuff. But then, yeah, uh, Superstar Saga he appears. He's he's the creator of. Uh, I think he actually is the one that created the Stuffwell. And then mm -hmm. what was the other one? The other. Not Starlo. Partners in Time. Uh, who, who was the little character in Partners in Time? Wasn't that Stuffwell? No, Star... No, well, maybe, maybe it was. I'd have to check now. Um, I'd have to check. Yeah. <laughs> I'm checking into it, too, and I'm not... Oh, yeah, no, yeah. Funny. It is Stuffwell. Oh, wait. Okay, so I don't think there is a character in Superstar Saga. Yeah, in Superstar Saga, he got himself just kind of appears and he makes yeah. coffee. <laughs> yeah, but stuff will appear in Partners in Time, but then Starlo is in each Martin Luigi game after that. Yeah, including Paper Jam. Great game. <laughs> All right. So let's chat Egad here. Egad is the crazy mad scientist of the Mario games. Uh, he creates a vacuum that can suck up ghosts. He creates a machine that can turn ghosts or really anything else into pictures and paintings mm -hmm. that you can hang up on his wall. He created a anthropomorphic suitcase 
that you can put stuff in and he could talk to you. A little bit weird, not gonna lie. He made Flood mm -hmm. from Mario Sunshine. He's got a bunch of different inventions that he's dealt with. Um, he had a, a time radar in the DS. Um, he has a flashlight that can scare away booze. He made communication devices based off of Game Boys. Uh, he created a giant fucking water pump. Magic orbs in Mario Party 7. He created the paintbrush from Sunshine. Mm -hmm. Why? We don't know. He just did it. He, he just likes to make things. <laughs> But um, Egad and Smash and his potential here, uh, he definitely has the stuff to make a moveset out right. of. Case in point, I've done it. It was years ago, so it may not be up to par with some more recent things. But uh, he definitely has more than enough tools to actually make a moveset out of him. You could give him the Poltergeist and Flood and give Luigi and Mario other things to do. Uh, he's mm -hmm. got all these different adventures that he has. Um, as for like what his chances are being in. There are a lot of Mario characters that they can add. There's a lot of Mario characters that they are... Like, Waluigi is still one I feel like really needs to be there at this point. It's like, come Agreed. on. The only character left that I think sh that I that you could argue I think sh that should get in before Waluigi is Toad. Every mm -hmm. other character that should get in before Waluigi is in. It's like, alright. But if we're going past that, I also think Egad is high up on the list. I think it's him, I think it's Pauline, and... King Boo. <laughs> has a shot, but I feel like the next tier of characters after everybody that we already have, and after Totem, after Waluigi, it's, it's the Egan mm -hmm. and Pauline tier, and maybe, like, throw in Wart for some old-school stuff. Right. Uh, right. Gino's in a weird category of his own, so I don't really consider him in that argument. But I feel like it's Egan a has a chance. Thing. Like he yeah. he's a he's a wacky character. You can do weird things with him, and uh, he's appeared in main, multiple mainline games. So yeah. there's I really don't see a reason why he shouldn't be in. That is true. Yeah, I mean, I was I was thinking like when was his last mainstream appearance? But of course, that was Luigi's Mansion Three, so he's still a relevant character. Yeah, um, he appears in all and, the yeah, Luigi's Mansion games. Yeah, and, and between the flood plugins and Poltergust and different types of Poltergust, uh, there's enough there alone. Uh, let alone just random stuff they come up with because he's an inventor, um, and maybe incorporating ghosts if they really wanted to. Yeah. So um, there's a lot there. He's one of my favorite character ideas. I think. Period for Smash, it would be great um like if he were in and waluigi weren't in the next game i'd be like really still disappointed but like, yeah. at least he gets and this is a lot of fun you know yeah absolutely um, it wouldn't be like oh well waluigi's not here but incinerar is <laughs> no it, it'll be like well waluigi's not here but spike is the generic enemy or Piranha Plant. Yep. Yeah, the Never next Mario character is going to be better. Oh, King Boo's a fucking character. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Rex, Resnor, I don't know. Amp. <laughs> fucking Amp. Okay. Firebar. Number. Um. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, but yeah, the, the potential's there. I would love it. 
But as far as the, the likelihood goes, uh, I agree with you. I, pr I would probably have King Boo in the same tier as, as him and Pauline, but um, not, not to take away from the character we get, um, yeah, I can I concur that I, he has a good shot. I yeah. think the biggest argument for it, if anybody's thinking to themselves, why he's a side Mario character? We we already have so many Mario characters. Why add him? Here's my argument. Why add Rosalina? She's a side Mario character. She has one mm -hmm. mainline appearance, and then she's in spit in sports game hell. Egad yeah. has more mainline appearances than Rosalina and arguably has more, I'll use the word canon, potential to pull a moveset from than Rosalina. So why add yeah. her? Right. Because if they add in Rosalina, why not add in Egad? There's no reason not to. I right. think Egad has a good shot. We know that Sekiro likes to be weird sometimes, and Egad fits a weird category. Uh, mm -hmm. I'm going to give him a 75% chance. 73. We're going to give him a 73% chance. I, I yeah. have faith in Egad. Cool. I, I I don't know if I have as much faith in him, but I do. I have high stakes um, after after this discussion. I think that it's a more of a likelihood than when I went into this. Uh, I'll say uh, 60. 60? Okay. So. That's fair. That's mm -hmm. fair. Yep. All right. Well, uh, averaged out, we are going to come down to a 66.5%, which I think is fair. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cool. All right. I would love it, especially yeah. all of his gibberish is always fun to listen to. <laughs> True. Our next character is going to be Tails, Miles Tails Prower. Uh, who first appeared in uh, the Sonic 2 movie. I mean, uh, Sonic mm -hmm. the Hedgehog. Was he in the first, or was he in the first and the second game? It was... Sure. A, oh, he was He was in the second game. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 was his first appearance. Uh, he recently, you know, appeared in the second movie, which was not bad, honestly. Uh, mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I hated the human scenes up until we got to, like, towards the finale, and it made all the human scenes worth it. It's like, all right, this is good shit now. But uh, Tails <laughs> is the number two to Sonic's number one. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the Sonic series, at like originally, you know, pre-Ultimate, I was just like, no third-party series should get more than one playable character. Rawr! Instead, give us a lot more p different series. And I still, to a degree, am like that. I would prefer to see mm -hmm. more series of representative than just load up on one or two third parties. Just my personal opinion there. But yeah. if we're going to get into the Sonic character, there are several viable options. Tails, Shadow, uh, Knuckles, Eggman. That's the next tier after Sonic. Past them, if they were good, if for some fucking reason they added all four of them, and it's like, okay, now you got your Amy, you got your... Is there anybody the left? Cat. Yeah, I was big kid. I was like, no, big is way below that tier. <laughs> no, Gamma, maybe, maybe I, I guess Rouge. Silver. Something. I don't know. Silver, actually, that's a good. That's a good pick. Metal Sonic, even. Go. Um, mm -hmm. but honestly, if I had to pick one of them, I think Tails is my pick. Uh, I wouldn't pick Shadow, um, just because like, all right, it's literally Sonic. 
in this with the design. It's literally just Sonic's model, but reskinned. A little bit less exciting yeah, for that. He'd fight differently, <laughs> sure, but uh, I think Tails he he is the player too for Sonic. From from the very same game, he's always been that player too. I think he makes the most sense. If you want to add in a villain, sure, Eggman would work for that. But I like the idea of it being Tails. And much like, yeah, you know, he has a whole bunch of inventions that he said that he can bring in. He has his own Super Tails transformation, uh, much like Super Sonic. So they have a plenty that they could pull from for Tails easily. Uh, he arguably has more than Knuckles, Shadow, and Eggman. Uh, well, maybe not more than Shadow, I'm not really sure. But he has enough. He's the original player, too. And... As far as I'm aware, he might be the most popular. I don't know. Knuckles might have the popularity bit, but my pick is Tails. I think he makes sense. I agree. I mean, Knuckles is cool, but, he, you know, ultimately he's a bruiser, and you know what you're going to get with him, kind of the brawly type. Um, Shadow, as you said, he's, he's Sonic with artillery and, and the and chaos, chaos emeralds. Yeah, yeah. He, he gives him a special edge. Um, I was shocked that we didn't get him as an echo after getting Ken and Richter. Yeah. Um, in, in the initial leaks and so on, all, all leading towards him, it didn't happen. Um, and then we got Sephiroth for another series character. It's like, oh my god. Yeah. Um, See, so yeah, that was a little bit surprising, but um, I think I think Shadow has great chances for like a pseudo echo like Ken mm. in the next game, like like really high. Um, and then Tails is uh, also yeah, Tails is also pretty high up there. Uh, Eggman, uh, I, I feel like he may come up in discussion again at a, at another point, uh, maybe one day. Uh, but um, yeah, so so Tails, I I agree with you. There, there's a lot to pull from. So there you go. Um, and it's a popular character from popular series, done. Yeah. Um... Shadow was the Cystropian Brawl, and then Knuckles came in in... Was he in 4, or was he just introduced in Ultimate? I want to say he was brought in in Ultimate. I want to say. Yeah, I'm pretty sure, yeah. Yeah. Um, I Pretty much everybody, after we saw Richter, and after we saw Ken, was just like, okay, so Shadow has to be a Neko fighter of Sonic, right? And we were all surprised. Like, what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Like, if, if we were talking Echoes, then I would say Shadow has, like, a 90% chance of being a Sonic Echo in the next Smash. Because mm -hmm. it just makes sense. But yeah. we're not talking Echoes. Uh, we're just talking, like... I'm, like, I'm talking full playable character here, at least for Tails' mm -hmm. sake. Uh, he, he makes more sense to me over the other three, uh, and honestly, the, since we did get, because, like, before Sephiroth, none of the extra third-party characters we got were fully fledged their own characters, like, all of them were Echoes. Uh, Kin mm -hmm. being an Echo of Ryu, Rector being an Echo of Simon, uh, and then every other, the, the very next DLC character, or the very next third-party character that was from the same series as existing was Sephiroth, and I was like, okay. We've broken the pattern here. That was fast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's like, okay, so I guess the floodgate is open now. And so I now mm -hmm. think, all right, well, if we're going to do this, then the next Sonic character has to be Tails. It makes the most sense. I'm giving him an 80%. I'm going 80 on Tails. All right. Uh, 
Yeah, I'll say 80 as well. Alright, so we're agreed. Um, 80% chance of Tails being playable in the next Smash Brothers game. Yeah, assuming that we um, are doing this, where we're having a larger roster and we're pulling from the same third-party series again, mm -hmm. it, it just makes sense for, yeah. for the reasons you had mentioned. It really does. Tails is a truly iconic character. People have been lying about him being in Smash since Melee on the Nintendo Power yeah. in the 2001 leak. Uh, so the, the precedence is there. Sonic fans want him. Smash fans want him. Uh, it would be an easy get, I'm sure. There you go. Yeah. I still prefer a whole new mm -hmm. series getting ripped. But honestly, like at least when it comes to Sega, eh, overall. I'm not knocking yeah, like, them. Are they gonna I haven't them, played them. Like, like Rystar? <laughs> I don't I don't know. I I'm not super familiar with the Sega with Sega games. All I know is that they mm -hmm. own Atlas. So yep. I guess give us Shin Megami Tensei character. Yep. They'll probably they'll be like, here's Naho Bino or, or whoever's yeah, popular. SMT five. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Instead That's we'll cool get fact. we'll get a second persona five character. We'll get Kasumi. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> what? <sighs> God damn it. You couldn't have at least given us Narukami. Fuckers. No, they they would not be uh so kind. They would not. Uh, our next kid for Read Their Chance today is uh, a Star Fox character, Slippy Toad. You can tell we have a theme today. Huzzah. <laughs> so far, each yeah, of these people have been house. inventors, engineers. Oh. So, oh, you know, Slippy yeah. Toad, we talked about him a couple times already in different episodes. Uh, he was in a previous Smash Bros. I can't recall who, uh, off the top of my head, he was against. But, um... I think Slippy, well, I think it'd be funny to add in, at this point where Star Fox is as a franchise, I don't think we're going to get another Star Fox character at all in the next Smash. I just, I don't know. If we do, I think it would be Slippy, unless they start mm -hmm. bringing Crystal back into games and my vote goes to Crystal. But as things are, I don't expect anything from Star Fox to get into Smash again. Um, at least nothing new, I mean. Mm -hmm. If we do, it's slippy, but I don't think the chances are great. They're, like, I don't think they're as low as I'm technically implying, but they're not mm -hmm. 80. Right. Right, right, yeah. Slippy was up against Silux, and we, and we just chose mm. Slippy because Silux doesn't have a whole lot of character. It's yeah. still that promise of, oh, he's supposedly a Metroid Prime 4, and we'll see his abilities there. Uh, Metroid Prime 4 is still not Still waiting game, on it! And it's never being released. Where so, are you, um, Prime 4? <laughs> I know they're working on you just like they're working on Pikmin 4. Where the fuck are you? Mm-hmm. And the Thousand Year Door HD. Oh, wait. Pikmin 4 was supposedly um, almost done during the Wii U days. Where mm -hmm. is it? Apparently, it's a common business practice of, if, if, you know, leaks and rumors are to be, to be assumed, for Nintendo to sit on games for yeah. years at a time. Like the, the new Fire Emblem game. Yeah, there's supposedly a whole new Fire Emblem game that got some leaks recently that's like, yeah, the game is done. We're just waiting on Nintendo to release it. It's like, then there's rumors, there's also talk about like, yeah, One, the next two, Donkey Switch. Kong game is done. We're just waiting on Nintendo to release it. Uh, we know fucking Advance Wars is done. We're waiting to get when a new release that? date. Yeah. It, not I, to be insensitive, I think it's about time. 
I honestly wouldn't be surprised if it just been quietly killed. It would even not though surprise it's literally me. finished. I mean, <laughs> we Pokemon right. has killed episodes of the anime that this has happened twice now. Twice now they have killed an episode of the anime that had to do with earthquakes, and because the episode was time to release like a couple days after an earthquake in Japan, and so those episodes have never been released. That's just bad luck. <laughs> What's up with that? Yeah, maybe no more oh, earthquake yeah. episodes, Pokemon. <laughs> maybe <laughs> don't. Also, justice for Porygon. What the fuck? It was Pikachu's fault. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember seeing that episode before it got banned. Yeah. Good times. Porygon has not um, appeared in the anime since. Unless they've changed something no. recently. I don't know. I, I don't think so, though. I haven't heard anything. Uh, what was Crystal's name when she, like, defected from Star Fox at the end of the Cursed. in one of those endings? Cursed. With a K. It's like, oh, dear. <laughs> that name is Cursed. That is, that is so bad. That is so bad. Can't she be Cursed if she's in Smash Brothers as a playable character? I mean, they can uh, give anyway. her that as an, as an outfit if they really want to. Please don't. Oh, God. <laughs> Please don't. I would have rather had another 64 remake come out instead of Command. Like, good lord. <laughs> I don't know what they were thinking with that game. Mm -hmm. Some interesting gameplay. Um, not always actually fun, but at least it was unique. But the story was so bad. Yeah. They did not stick the landing at all with any of those endings. Like, holy shit. Uh, but as for Slippy... <laughs> Like, the one where Slippy, like, freaking leaves and, and becomes an old man or whatever is going on. Yeah. And calling the days. Like, what? And those pictures were so bad. Anyway. Cursed. Anyway. You could call it. Yeah, they were, they were, they were cursed. They were, they were pretty, they were pretty bad. Um, but yeah, I, I agree with you. Slippy, I mean, we talked about in the Smash Bros. episode, has potential as, as a kind of like slippery engineer character. He can build a lot of stuff and... Uh, reap the rewards of, of the process of building turrets and drones and, and whatnot. Uh, the the setup is pretty pretty cool. Uh, and he himself is a really wacky character and can be slipping up and messing up and that'd be kind of like kind of like drunken style martial arts where he's making a show out of his fighting. And it just looks funny. But so I would love Slippy to be in Smash. It would be hilarious um and cool but uh yeah i think his chances are not phenomenal uh and i think I, i'll probably give him like a he's still a primary nintendo character uh so it's not lower than than some of the third parties you talked about uh but mm, i don't know like a 21 percent. you're thinking 21 yeah well, uh, as for me, um, something I was keeping in mind as well is like, okay, he is still a primary Nintendo character. Um, Star Fox is a active-ish series. Uh, but I'm really thinking hard that the next match will not get a new Star Fox character. The only thing, the only way I think this changes is if the next match game is like a, a soft reboot where we just like cull a mm -hmm. lot of the class, a lot of the characters, and we just like 
throw in some new ones while supporting only a small amount of the old characters, then they could slip in, like, a Slippy or a Crystal. But uh, even mm -hmm. then, I don't know. Because we, we got, it was Fox in 64, Falco in Melee, Wolf in Brawl, which is like, okay, we're getting one per game, and then Smash 4 loses Wolf. Ultimate brings Wolf back. Mm -hmm. But the way things are, Star Fox Zero didn't introduce any new character. Mm -hmm. uh, Star Fox 2 technically introduced Faye and Miyu, but I don't think either of them would get... There's a reason to put either of them in uh, over Slippy or Crystal, but... Mm -hmm. I, I The only reason I'm giving him a, a score above 1% is because the Sakurai wildcard factor. There's also... Which also is kind of merged with the uh, semi-clone slash echo factor. Because he could easily be a semi-clone or an echo of all three of the Star Fox characters. Because they all play similar. They're not the same. We know. They're not clones. But they are similar. So I think there's potential Enough, that for yeah. Slippy. But I was actually going to go and get... Or my, my original number I was going to give him was 30. But as we were talking, I was just like, I think 30 is too high. I'm going to go down to 20. So between the two of us, okay. that's going to be twenty point five percent chance for Slippy. Nice. All right. Okay. Sweet. Our fourth character today is going to be another adventure engineer. Ho ho boy! In fact, he's called the Engineer from Team Fortress <laughs> Two. Now, I think most people, when they think of characters to add in to Smash from Team Fortress Two, they don't think of the Engineer. They think of the scout, Agreed. the spy, and the heavy. Personally, for me, I don't think about the spy because I don't think there's a way to do the spy's transformation mechanic in Smash. And if you can't do that transformation mechanic, then what's the point of having the spy be playable? Agreed. My personal thought is to go scattered heavy. But we're talking engineer here. So engineer, you know, like every other character, there's a few different guns he has. Uh, he mainly has, like, shotgun-type weaponry. But then he also has some pistols. Uh, and he has, like, his melee weapon, but his, like, his standard melee weapon is just, like, smash things with a wrench. Uh, but there's, like, like, uh, a hammer of sorts. A, a zappy glove, I think that's what that is. I don't even know what that is. I don't, I haven't played Team Fortress 2 in a long time. But the other thing that makes him stand out more from the characters and why we picked him to discuss is he can build things. So he can build sentry guns. Uh, he can build dispensers that will dispense out health or ammo or scrap metal that he can use to build more things. He can build a teleporter. That's really all he can build. But um, it's still something different that he can do for, apart from other characters. So they could have Engineer in here and just give him... Like, his his main thing would be, like, create a sentry gun. And then upgrade it to be better. And hopefully people don't destroy it and making him have to rebuild it again. Uh, but as for his potential to get into Smash... I think you, you could argue that he has the most uniqueness to him, I guess, uh, compared to, um, again, like all, all the other characters, Heavy, Scout, and whatnot. But I feel like I feel like it's low for him just because like he, he's not one of the big face characters of the game. <laughs> Granted, you know, ARMS, it's, their face characters are Spring Man and Ribbon Girl. So we got Min Min, but mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't know with Engineer. Yeah. And I think a point with Min Min, too, is that Min Min and Ninjara are the fan favorite characters, despite not being the box characters. True, true. There's the Engineer, I think, 
the heavy is the fan favorite character and the scout is the fan favorite character even yeah. still um so yeah I, I agree i mean it would be cool to have the engineer and i i would be slightly confused about it but i wouldn't be mad about it um but yeah it's it's to me not within the realm of too much possibility so this is going to be a lower score yeah yeah Mm-hmm. Like I think, I think it'd be cool to have. It's like like we should get like some character that can be that sort of building engineer archetype, and he's definitely one of the potential options. Uh, there's also Those Torbjorn from uh, from Overwatch, but I think his oh, other true, even yeah. lower than the engineers. Uh, Slippy as well Activision, could do something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wasn't even mm-hmm. taking Activision into account when saying that I think Torbjorn is lower. Uh, Torbjorn is lower because. His game has, oh, yeah. like, his game has even more characters, and they're actual characters than just classes that Team Fortress has. True. So, true. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, my, my score for Engineer, it's going to be pretty low. I'm actually only going to make it be, I'm going to say 5%. Like, there's, that whole 5% is the Sakurai wildcard factor. That's That's mm-hmm. all it is. Me, I'm going to go a little, even a little lower, because I think, uh, it's kind of wild card enough to have Team Fortress 2 and Smash period. So I'll go like two. Two? Okay, that's fair. Mm-hmm. That'll give us a uh, a 3.5% chance. Okay. Which uh watch him get in before yeah. any of the other characters. <laughs> Alright, well our last character for the chances is yet another inventor. We have the whole theme going on today. We don't know it, but today we do. It's Jeff Andonuts from Earthbound. Um, So Earthbound so far has two playable characters. We have Ness and Lucas. And Lucas is a semi-clone of Ness. They're both the PSI users of the games. uh, The the protagonists of their respective titles. Uh, We previously made a moveset for Porky Minch uh, on the podcast. Mm -hmm. The main villain of Mother 3 and secondary antagonist of uh, Earthbound. And then I made a move set for uh, Nintendo, the protagonist of the first Earth's Mountain game, and uh, Paula, one of the other main playable characters in Earthbound. Oh, t- Nintendo was Earthbound mm-hmm. beginning, I didn't say. Jeff is another one of the protagonists for the original Earthbound. Uh, him and Pooh are the only two, are the other two, next to Ness and Paula. Um, the thing with his chances, it pretty much comes down to one factor. Do they want to add in another, well, I guess two factors. One, do they want to add another Earthbound character? Mm-hmm. At this point, ooh, I don't know. I don't know if they will. Uh, I think, honestly, I think Porky has the best chance. Uh, but mm-hmm. then the second, the second factor is, do they want to add a non-PSI user or a PSI user? If they want to add in a non-PSI user, Jeff is the pick. Again, mm-hmm. unless they want to go villain, in which case it's Porky. But uh, Jeff is the pick of all the playable non-PSI users. If I want to go PSI <laughs> user, then it becomes Nintendo, Paula, or Pooh. Or, I guess, Kumatora. Um, but, right. So I think, I think there's potential there for Jeff. Because he has, he has a slot picked out for him. He's like, alright, if they want something like this, this is your option. Here it is, Jeff. But that's if they decide to go down yeah. that route. Uh, he's basically just like bottle rockets, laser guns, and rulers and protectors. All right, <laughs> sure. 
They don't do anything. Though. Real throw pencil pusher, yeah. Uh, it's an interesting discussion. He's it's a definite. I think there's a, there's a little mix. Of, what's up? What happened? His his up smash is him creating mm-hmm. the the iron pencil and having it just like poke up to the ground. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There you yes, go. yes. Isn't he the one who knows the bubble monkey too? Yeah, yeah. Bubble okay, monkey uh, is a temper with the part of the game where you control Jeff as uh, when you're in winters. Bubble monkey is your uh, your second party member. There you go. You can include that if you really wanted to. Yeah. Um So, it's an interesting move set. That's to be sure. I, uh, you know, between between what we have left, uh, Porky for me is high up there as far as potential goes for a, if they wanted to do a, another mother earthbound character inclusion as well as just like the moveset capability um that moveset that we made with trevor on on this podcast in the past turned out really well and, yeah. and gotten kind of hyped up for the character um and then i kind of feel like after porky mask man is high up there uh Kumator as well and, and jeff is kind of populating that second tier below porky with them uh and it's kind of just a mishmash uh so if they're looking for a mother character it's not a bad place to go. Yeah, it's a it's it's kind of cool um, too having a unique move set, non PSI. But are we going for Mother when the franchise is done? Yeah, and if, Mother Three has pretty much no chance of being localized. And if it ever does, and that means a Mother Three character has the highest chances of being added in, which again, yeah, Porky, Porky, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, no matter the way you look at it, I think Porky has the best chance of being the next Earthbound rep. Yeah, all, all roads lead to Porky. Mm-hmm. But uh, Jeff is decently up there if yeah. you look at it from a serious it's standpoint. It's like, like, top pick is Porky, and then after Porky is when you have Jeff, Paula, Masked Man, uh, maybe Pooh and Kumator in that same line as well, or maybe they're in the line directly mm-hmm. below. And then Nintendo will mm-hmm. be in the line directly below. Right, yeah, and Nintendo has potential too, but they can easily just say, "Oh, it's an Echo." And it's... <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, like a, like an amalgam of Lucas and Ness or something. Uh, Especially because his be okay. his design is extremely similar to Ness. Yeah, that's why fans have like thrown a scarf on him when they're talking about him. And Smash. the beret, like, oh, yeah, yeah. I, I like mm-hmm. the fan art of him mm-hmm. having the beret, and I was like, "That's a cool thing to look for him." Yeah, I, I think so too. I think so too. As as far as Jeff goes, though, looking at it as uh, in the overall scope of Smash, I'm thinking a little less than Slippy territory. Mm. Um, Interesting. Yeah, like eh, like a fifteen percent, like a fifteen, fifteen maybe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I hmm. I feel like that's a fair argument. Because I was originally mm-hmm. thinking a little bit higher than that, but if I'm thinking, like, Porky has to be, like, the next pick, but obviously he can't be super high, because mm-hmm. he can't be in higher than Porky. Uh... Yeah. What did I say for Slippy? I said 20 for Slippy. Mm-hmm. And that was purely the Sakurai... Wildcard factor. I think if if wildcard factor does come into play, it helps Slippy out more than it helps Jeff out. Mm-hmm. Because with Slippy, you can be again, you like you can make him be like a, a wacky fuck up character. Mm-hmm. Jeff, 
Mm-hmm. Jeff is that Jeff could have like some wealth back into it, but he's not going to be made to be a crazy character. He's just going to be Jeff. Mm. Yeah. Right. <sighs> I kind of feel like fifteen might be fair, but I think I'm going to go eighteen. I'm going to raise it up to eighteen percent. Okay. There you go. Just just boost them up a little bit. Not really enough to affect anything because that's still going to wind it down to sixteen and a half percent. But hey, it's mm-hmm. there. It is. Higher than Sarah Kerrigan last time, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So that is going to put... I really need to do a better job of creating the sort for this. Uh, what the fuck? Oh. <laughs> why did it sort weird? I don't like that. It sorted dumb. Nice. Wonderful. Oh, I see what happened. Okay. Uh, so, Tails is the highest one. He's tied for Alf as the second highest character that we've ranked so far. Tom Nook is still in the lead. Uh, Engineer is the lowest from today, 3.5%, which ties with Yudin from Dragalia Lost. Rare. <laughs> Among three characters are below the two of them. Eddie Riggs, Sarah Kerrigan, and the Trapper. Unfortunate. But that is the end of Rate Chance for today. So we're going to move on here to our real topic of discussion, the Smasher Dash. And we've seen so far five characters that were uh, scientific engineers. Well, one of those two things is dropping. Let's move on to our Smasher Dash. These next characters aren't engineers, but they all, I guess you could kind of qualify at least two of them as kind of like engineer-y, I guess. But they are all scientists. In fact, they're quite mad. We are starting yeah. off with Dr. Albert E. Wiley versus. Do they have anything extra to their name? Yes. Versus oh. Dr. Ivo Robotnik, otherwise known as Dr. Eggman. Indeed. So. Indeed, indeed, indeed. Let's chat about these two characters here for a bit here. So, starting with Dr. Wily, Wily is the main antagonist for the Mega Man series, and at least for the classic series. Once you get to X uh, and anything else past in the original timeline, then it becomes like Sigma uh, for the X series, and then I think the Zero series has like a different antagonist each game in ZX and the Legends games. I'm not really sure what Legends has going on besides Tronbon is a, like a anti-hero or something. But Wily is the main baddie for all the classic series. You fight him in every game, and each time he's just like, I'm sorry, please don't kill me. I'll do better. And he never does better. He always comes back. He's always the villain. He reprograms robots that um, either Dr. Light or somebody else for him to do good. And he makes them not be good. He makes them fight on his behalf. Mega Man goes through all these different stages to fight them. He kills them. He steals their abilities. And eventually makes his way into Wily Castle, where Wily is in one of his various Wily machines and fights Mega Man <laughs> when we get his ass kicked. And apparently, in one of the games, he's an alien? I don't. What? what? Yeah. What? Yeah. One of the games, Wily turns into an alien. I don't know what the fuck. What the fuck? Ah, Jesus Christ. Um, but Wily is an extremely intelligent scientist. Uh, you know, he specializes in robotics. Uh, and he, he makes his own as well as free programming ones, so I'll fight for him. 
and all his wild machines he's able to capable of uh, flying around attacking in. In Smash Ultimate, he was added as an assist trophy inside of one of his wild machines, where he shoots different elemental orbs of uh, energy at the fighters. In the Battle Network series, Battle Network is uh, in a separate timeline for the rest of the main games, where the split comes from, okay, are the science committee going to fund Dr. Wily's robots research or Dr. Light's internet research? And in the Battle Network series, they funded Dr. Light's research. <laughs> Either way, Light was, was skilled in both robotics and internet, as we see, considering he created both Mega Man's in both the universes. Well, actually, no, he didn't create Mega Man Battle Network. That was his son that actually did that. But right. Uh, right. he was still very skilled at robotics, regardless. Uh, and either way, Wily is still... Technically speaking, technically, Wily's the same character in Classic Mega Man and in Battle Network. He's actually the same yeah. guy. He's just on a mm -hmm. very different path. <laughs> and he and he gets so evil that he calls himself Lord Wily instead of Doctor. Good Lord! What's still what a, what a history on that guy? Oh okay. yeah. I also like Wily when he bows on the ground after you beat him. Um, Please forgive me. It's like <laughs> I guess. It's like how about not? Anyway, um, yeah, Doctor Ivo later Eggman Robotnik uh, from the Sonic the Hedgehog series. Sonic's arch nemesis, if you will. Uh, a beatnik looking doctor who uh, wants to capture small animals and use them to power his robots that uh, he claims he wants to create a perfect utopia with by uh, taking over in a dictatorship thing. I mean, you uh, can't have a utopia if you don't destroy half the world first. You know, I, the, I you can't have I war. Like, events, yeah. You can't have war if everyone's dead. True, true, true. You can't fight I over mean, resources if everyone is dead. Very true. Oh, in that case, is that is Eggman not the good guy? Let's, let's ask Jim Carrey. He's yes. Next up on the show. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, at first you had someone who specialized in robotics at Wiley, and now you have someone whose name is practically robotic, and also specializes in robotics. Uh, he, He's he also an egg. Dunderhead robots, and he and he looks like an egg, which garnered him that name some many years later <laughs> after his conception. Apparently, he was originally going to be seen as a mascot potential for for Sega as well, and then when they uh, denied that design, then uh, Yuji Naka and, and the team decided to turn him into the antagonist for Sonic the Hedgehog. I was just um, looking at that picture. It's great. Yeah. It's it's it it's a short it Eggman in pajamas. It's like, oh my god, it's beautiful. That would have to that would have that would be to be yeah yeah. If it's not, if the alt doesn't have him wear the pajamas, the colors have to reference it. Holy shit! Right, that is too right, good. right. Um, so yeah, he, he's this kind of eccentric manic uh, doctor who, who's attempted to take over the world. He's he's infested Sonic's homeland and in the first Sonic the Hedgehog. And is constantly seen in different egg bots, and you know, like a like a walking mech, a, a floating mech, a floating mech with a ball, um, an egg-shaped mech. Precisely, yeah, an egg-shaped mech, and he has egg-shaped robots as well. Um, <laughs> it's all it all it all very much sorts out to the theme 
Um, I could see him in, in Smash using that kind of equipment uh, at his disposal. Maybe, maybe even totally fighting from a mech, potentially, as, as one of the options. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and it can transform into different forms, like the one that, that floats for your up special. You can drop fire or whatever. So th there's definitely potential there. Um, as, the, as there is with Wily, I feel like these two are pretty evenly matched. Yeah. Eggman, to my knowledge, never becomes an alien at any point. Although, again, he is played by Jim Carrey in the Song of the Hedgehog movies that recently came out. He also so has a very enough. odd human-ish appearance. So maybe he's an alien. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, I, he's technically an alien in the Sonic games, considering he's not from Earth, and Earth is canon to, canon to Sonic, so there you go. <laughs> yes. Is he from Earth in the Sonic games? I don't. No, I don't know. Earth. I don't know. It's adventure. Kind it's of it's not Earth. Stuff. Like so, Sonic's world isn't Earth. It's Mobius. Yeah, yeah. But then he comes from Mobius to where? Like, what is City Escape? Where is that? Anyway. I don't. I don't know, man. I'm trying to look. Uh, yeah. It mentions Earth on the wiki page, but I don't know what that just means. Like a generic call for the planet. Or is this actually Earth mm -hmm. Earth? Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> uh, okay, no, yeah, it's not Earth Earth. I don't think. Maybe, or maybe... I thought it's... <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Mobius and... Mobius is the... Mobius is what they used to call it. Oh. Or I guess, like, sometimes maybe something to start with. I'm not very clear on this. Mm-hmm. That is, um... Bizarre. Since the Rooster Sonic Adventure, the name Mobius is no longer used in associated with the video games. Okay. It is with Loki, though. Yeah, so Earth is Mobius. It's the same planet. But it, does, <laughs> but it, doesn't, but it doesn't say it's, like, Earth-Earth, I don't think. Like, it's not, like, mm -hmm. our planet... I, mm -hmm. well, nope, never mm -hmm. mind, it is. It is, but the continents look weird. Like, they're, they're <laughs> different looking. Like, Africa has a what? tail. I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to send you this picture. But what? What? You'll see what I mean. Hey. Okay, let me see here. Africa has a tail. Like you can see, like, like that's very clearly yeah. Earth, but the continents look mm -hmm. wrong. <laughs> what is that? I don't know, man. Why? I don't know. That that comes from uh, Shadow of the Hedgehog. Mm -hmm. So that might just be for that. Oh, well, game. that explains everything. Yeah. That explains everything, right? Yeah. Freaking there, God. Maria. Um. Maria. Uh, yeah, so two, two fair, it's a fairly even match. I, I feel like they both kind of express the same pros here, where, where they're both kind of doctors who they're the do same more niche. or less the same thing with creating. Yeah, exactly. Which is why we picked them. And Wiley, yeah, precisely. Like both of them precisely. primarily fight inside of, if not a mech, yeah. some kind of ship that they're piloting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now the question is, which one would we rather have in Smash? This is hard. This is hard to me. Like, 
I think for most people, it's just going to come down to what series they like, which I think is the case for, you know, mm-hmm. most of these. Because uh, mm-hmm. both these characters can, they could borderline do the same thing with them. Like, they could have either, like they could have Eggman be in one of his little ships from, like, the original game, mm-hmm. like, designing off that. Uh, while it could be in one of his various Wily machines, if I'm just, like, looking at the ones I'm seeing on here, they would probably go with the design from, uh, I guess, from Mega Man 2. Because mm-hmm. that just makes the most sense, what I'm looking at here. What's the one from Smash Bros? Because it doesn't look like it's matching any of these. What is the Smash one? Let's find out what they say. Uh, Mega Man 7. The Wily Cap. Oh, because it's Wily Capsule. I'm looking at Wily Machines. That's why I'm not seeing oh. it. Yep. So, yeah, he has his machines, but he also has his capsules. Because that's totally mm-hmm. different. Ah, yeah, yeah. Right. That makes more sense. Yeah, they probably put it in the Wily Capsule instead of the Wily Machine. Uh, they could do the Mega Man 7 version. Uh, the Mega Man 4 version would also work, or the Mega Man 5, which is, the two of them are very similar. And then give them both the attacks from those boss fights, or they can give them, like, some of the attacks from some of the robot masters he's created. Um, like, Electman or something. Actually, Electman was one of the ones they reprogrammed. But you know what I mean. Robot masters he's mm-hmm. utilized. Right. Right. Uh, yeah, it's 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 a cool, um... They, they both have... Cistrophy and so on, yeah. yeah. And, you know, uh, Eggman, he could bring in... Uh, Metal Sonic, or some of his variety of machines. So they, they mm-hmm. both have just like the same, put them in a machine. Or you can make them run around. Which honestly, seeing Robotnik run around a Smash Bros. would be hilarious <laughs> as fuck. He would have those just like the weirdest running animation with his arms flailing about. I love it. He would, he would be like running like Naruto, but in slow motion. Like He would have slow, He would, I think he'd be like relatively slow. But have very springy jumps. Like his mm-hmm. jumps would be good. Mm-hmm. His up special might yeah. not be good, but his jumps would be insane. I could see that, and I, I think the egg robo, that giant one that looks like him, yeah, is a shoe in for the final smash. Uh, that's the one from the second take. movie, I think, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wrong wiki. I'm on the Mega Man wiki. Ha. Huh? I was like, what do you mean no results? Like, oh, that's why. Uh, oh, no, Egg egg Robos are actually just like the generic uh, robot mooks. Oh, like yeah. Just, just the giant, like, Dr. Eggman robot. I don't know what it's called then. Uh, Eggbot. Nope, that's the character. Um, <laughs> shit. The Death Egg. Death Egg. Death Egg. Death mm-hmm. Death Egg Robot. That's yeah. okay. That's the version from. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the Death Egg Robot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That that would absolutely have to be um, the final smash. Yeah, absolutely. And then, uh, you know, just pull from the various bad nicks, which there's just a bunch of them. And Metal Sonic too. Metal Sonic, Metal Knuckles, mm-hmm. uh, freaking uh, E One Two Three Omega. Uh, for, uh, whatever gamma, so there's there's stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Wiley may have more of a centralized idea to manifest. Like it's easier to think of. Like oh, he has these various generic enemies who 
in my opinion, have a little more of an identity than the Sonic enemies that Eggman would have at his disposal. Well, the, the way I would right? put it is, yeah. the difference between their minions is that Eggman's minions are their own distinct characters who could become their own thing. Mm -hmm. Metal Sonic could be a fighter, Shadow could be a fighter. Whereas uh, Wily's minions would not be fighters. They would not be their own distinct fighters. The right. only one that could be is Zero, because um, he creates Zero and, and dies before the Mega Man X series. But uh, all the other Robot Masters, besides Proto Man and, or Roland Bass, there is no other Robot Master from the Classic series that has a chance of being playable. Their only mm -hmm. hope is to be mm -hmm. a sister of his, like, Elect Man, or be part of somebody like Wily's moveset. That's their, right. both of their mm -hmm. only options. Right. Yeah, like, Roll, I agree. Roll and Proto Man are, are there. Um, outside of the Classic Series, Zero is obviously a great choice. Yeah. Um, the, both both and, series uh, have yeah. a lot of characters that they can add. And, like, we talked earlier about other characters besides Tails, Tails that can be added in. But Mega Man is even more complicated, because, like, okay, we have these... If they're going to add another character from Classic Series, Roll, Proto Man, Base, Wily are all in consideration. From Then from the X Series, you have X, oh, yeah. you have Sigma, you have Zero, you have Axel. Then the Zero Series has a different look to Zero, but it's still Zero. ZX has Ale and Vent. Legends has uh, Mega Man Volna and Tron Bon. Uh, Battle Network has Baton as Mega Man the DXE. Proto Man the DXE, Base again, another role. Uh, and then Star Force has another fucking Mega Man. It's got Harp Note. Uh, it's got uh, Thunder Gemini. Um, there's some. It has. Rogue. They even have bad box art Mega Man. Technically, yes, you have bad box art <laughs> Mega Man. Hmm. Yes, like I, I've said before, that like if I can represent Mega Man perfectly with only one character per franchise. Uh, I go, I go classic Mega Man, then I go Zero. Actually, no, no, wait, no, it wasn't classic Mega Man. I go Wily, actually. Then I go Zero. Then I go, um... EXE, I think it was, Mega Man. No, actually, I think it's Roll.exe. No, yeah, notice that's right. I go Mega Man EXE, I go Tron Bond, I go Harp Note, and then, uh, ZX, unfortunately, doesn't get anything, because... I don't fully understand them, and they're also a bit of a weirder case. But like, if I if I have five characters, that's how I spread out all the Mega Man characters. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, they, they are they are coming in from from similar places, and because again, Sonic has uh, Eggman, Tails, Knuckles, uh, Shadow, Silver, mm -hmm. and just a, a gaggle of other characters afterwards. Like, more or less, were considered after them, and therefore probably never uh so it's, all right again, we, we got it's we got like 12 funny. sonic characters in who do we add in next cream or charmy <laughs> cream the rabbit or charmy b who's next guys everybody vote for uh, cream. yeah probably so i was gonna anyone from chaotix it's gonna be vector i mean <laughs> Yeah, cream was a bad choice. Mm -hmm. I should have said mm -hmm. I should have said Charmy or Fang, Fang the Sniper. There you go. Ooh, or That'd that weird that weird boomerang one from Sonic Lost World or whatever the fuck that game was. The game where Knuckles is buff. Oh yeah. 
Oh God, that was um forces. Forces. Yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> so boomer, boomerang girl, whatever the fuck her name is, versus Charmy mm-hmm. B. I mean, Charmy would still loses. Charmy would be the one of the very last characters. It's like no thank is you. Isn't is is that is that Tikal who has the boomerang and forces? No, 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 no. Tikal. Tikal is the echidna princess. Um, right. Okay. Right. What? Wrong wiki. <laughs> Going uh, into the Sonic, Sonic Forces. Was it Forces? No, it wasn't Forces. It wasn't Forces. <laughs> Sonic uh, Boom. Sonic Boom. Boom. That's the one. There we go. That's God. the one. Uh, so, yeah, the characters. Her uh, name is Sticks. Sticks. I do have something stupid. I just couldn't remember what it, it was. Stupid. It's so dumb. Look at this dumb little <laughs> shit. Fuck you. I would choose Charmy over her. <laughs> no. I would choose Ty the Tasmanian Tiger over Sticks. <laughs> I mean, they both use boomerangs, and they're both Australian. Yeah. I'm, I'm assuming yeah, she's Australian. Um, I'm, I'm guessing. Mm-hmm. Oh, my lord. So, um, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, both, both characters are in good. very yeah. similar positions. Uh, they're both mad scientists. They create a bunch of their own robot minions. And they both have heavy competition from their own series of who could, like, get in if we're to come at this from a likelihood perspective, which, thankfully, we don't. We don't care about likelihood here. We care about what we mm-hmm. want. And yeah. I think both could work in very similar ways. So it's very, just comes down to what character, what series do you prefer? Mm-hmm. Precisely. Um, it's a tough call because Eggman is a character that I think would be hilarious to have in Smash. Um, who I think is a great villain. Lots of fun. Um, arguably very more campy. personable. He, hey, yeah. he has much more personality. Right. But right. if Wiley yeah. would have his has a unique losing animation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Right. Whereas Wiley, you know, he's he's kind of been hit with that uh, you know, like NES era stick where he is just the mad scientist template. Um Yeah. But but the uh but what you're fighting with, it I think is as I was saying earlier, I think that his enemies may be a little more suited to a moveset potential um, to just show up. So it, it's, uh, yeah. What's up? I also fucked up his name earlier. I said Albert E. Wiley. It's Albert W. Wiley. Very yeah. important distinction here. Albert okay. W. Yeah. Wiley. Not... What does the W stand for? Right. Don't know. Well, and tell us if Albert E stands for Albert Einstein, then maybe Albert yeah, W. Yeah, that's for that's Robert where Warren. I would have gotten it confused. Is Einstein? <laughs> yeah. Um. Even now, I'm conflicted because I'm I'm talking, and I was going to go one way and make a vote, and then I was convincing myself of the other side mm-hmm. as I was just talking. Um. So, what what are your thoughts on this as well as we as we go towards the vote? Wiley, okay, I, I'm a big Mega Man, like, I'm a big Battle Network Mega Man guy, specifically Battle Network and Star Force. Classic and X were not my Mega Man games. Uh, Twilix is mm-hmm. a big fan of the X games. Um, but for me, that's not where I was. But I still have a, a huge appreciation for them. And the fact, and technically, you know, as I mentioned, 
while it's the same character in Battle Network, he actually is. Uh, he's just like I don't I don't know why he turns evil necessarily in original Meg Man, but in Battle Network he turns evil because like well they went with his research over my research and I'm bitter about it. So fuck the internet. I'm gonna destroy it. <laughs> like okay, right? What? But that's his <laughs> whole thing there. Um, right. Yeah. Oh. Oh, wait a minute. Apparently, it's very similar in Classic. Because um, apparently they explain it in one of the later games. Uh, in Mega Man 11. Because uh, they reveal in Mega Man 11, apparently there was very similarly, Hey, are we going to fund Dr. Light's research into robot sentience? Or Wily sentience? Uh, research into the double yeah. gear system for robots, which is the big gimmick of Mega Man 11, double gear. And they decided to go with robot sentience, which pissed off Wily. It's like, all right, well, fuck your robot sentience. I'm going to destroy them. It's like, okay. All right. Uh, robotic Eggman, on the meanwhile, uh, he just has a, he has a lot more hilarious personality to him. They can be a lot more campy with the things he does, like the way he moves would be funny. His taunts they would lean in on. Uh, so th there's there's that eagle to go with, but uh, between these two characters, I one of them is considerably more likely than the other. In a, in a real world scenario, uh, Robotnik gets in before Wily, hands down every time. That said, that said, uh, I go with Wily. I think well, while Eggman is more like outwardly funny. I would love to see Wily added in, um, get him either in like his weather capsule, just like fighting with the weapons from the different robot masters, give him his wrench to beat people over the head with, and then that give us that unique losing animation where he just like cries and like bows his head down to the floor, begging for forgiveness. I I love it too much. I gotta go with Wily. <laughs> That's what I was kind of wondering and getting at here is that um, between the enemies at his disposal as well as the abilities of, of the capsule and, and his different uh, robots and robot master forms, would he not have technically more moveset potential since you can look at Eggman and, and see if he's in his mech? There's a number, you know, a, a static number of, of certain things the mech can do, and you put it into place. So Wily, from a move, moveset perspective, is more interesting. Mm -hmm. uh, Eggman has a more interesting personality. Uh Given that I am who I am, that matters a lot to me. I'm very entertained by characters like him. Uh, but in this instance, I'm actually joining your vote. Which I don't know if you expected that or not. <laughs> I, I think, wasn't sure. Because I, I went into it thinking I'd vote for Eggman. But... I mean, but, I, uh, for the, I think for, Eggman does yeah. have, like, he does have good moveset potential. He has things to pull from. Yeah, yeah uh, absolutely. Like, what, what, one of my favorite death battles is Eggman versus Wily. Because it's not Eggman versus Wily, it's Eggman's robots versus Wily's robots. And it's mm -hmm. amazing. It's a great battle. I highly recommend nice. watching that one. If you want to skip all okay. the analysis stuff, I don't blame that, and just watch the actual animated battle they do, you gotta at least see that part, because it's good. <laughs> Alright. Alright. Yeah, like I... Yeah, Eggman is a top-tier choice for me. Like, in the, in the Sonic realm, I think I prefer him over, over even Tails. Mm -hmm. But, uh, but yeah, um, I'll go he, with He would be my next ones. pick I, after Tails. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It, it's either Eggman or Tails for me, and then the other one's in second. It, it, it can switch back and forth for me. Um, Wily, 
for for this matchup anyway, I'll go Wyoming. All right. For, for reasons we had discussed. Yeah. All right. So Wiley wins our first Smash Dash matchup of the day. We'll see him uh, in the near future for the next tournament of champions. But now we're going to move on to our second matchup. Two more mad scientists. Uh, mm -hmm. Or, you know, a little bit dangerous. And I would not want to cross them in a dark alley. Partially because <laughs> one is terrifyingly ugly. The other one is terrifying. 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 <laughs> and I'm, of course, speaking about Dr. Neo Cortex versus... Oh, God. Dr. Yeah. Albert White Wesker. Fuck! God damn it! God damn it! <laughs> Fuck! At least they're both Capcom characters. That's true! They named two <laughs> evil scientists Albert with a W last um, name! God damn that it! That was probably intentional. Oh my god. <laughs> Just introduce Wesker to the class. Wesker is coming after you after that one. Um, probably. Yes, Dr. Albert Wesker is the uh, lead scientist and development CEO of Umbrella Corporation in the Resident Evil realm. He is the one who generally uh, is known for creating the, like, the Resident Evil. Uh, his, his studies in virology are horribly wrong. Uh, he, he creates a series of mutants and zombies and monsters from the pathogens that Umbrella Corporation has created. And after doing it the first time and, and kind of just like fucking up, he's like, oh, wow, this is actually kind of great. Uh, and starts taking these pathogens himself and gives himself essentially like superpowers when he likes super speed and strength and essentially becomes a freaking monster with the Ouroboros um, virus that he stabs into himself in Resident Evil 4. Uh, and is overall just kind of a bad guy. Resident Evil 5. Five. Oh yeah. Wesker's yeah. not in four. Yeah, that's that's right. It was another hulking monster in Resident Evil 4. It's, it always ends in a hulking monster. Always. Uh, yeah, five. Five. Um, good lord. He, he so he's a guy. And he and he does certain other strange things over the course of his um you know, ex expeditions and forays into science, like uh like mind control with the with the weird scarab device he puts on Jill to turn into a secret agent oh, yeah, yeah. for Umbrella Corporation, which was kind of a low point, but we're gonna mention it anyway. It's still better than RE six. That's also true. That's also true. Uh but Wesker, he's he's a cold demeanored bad guy scientist dude. Yeah. Like zombies and monsters and things and there you go. Uh, I actually, a cool I'm glad we're talking about it. Yeah, I, I had recently been watching um, uh, a YouTuber called Apocalypse uh, play through all the Resident mm -hmm. Evil games. Uh, he went from uh, RE1 through 8, as well as Zero, Code Veronica, and then the remakes were 2 and 3. And I finally finished watching RE8, the last one, uh, recently. So I'm very up-to-date on my Resident Evil knowledge. Uh, and I was actually, I was honestly surprised at how little Wesker was actually in the series. Like, yeah, he is, he, he betrays you in the first game because he's, he's a member of Stars. He's one of the police guys along with Chris and Jill. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns out that he was just using Stars to test out Umbrella's uh, experiments, essentially. Be like, all right, let's see how they fare against this scenario. I was like, hmm, interesting. I'm going to write that down. Uh, but then he reveals his betrayal. RE2, he's not in, I don't think. 
Uh, no, yeah, no, he's not. And then he's not in RE3. He's not in RE4. And then he comes back finally in RE5. He gets talked about in the other games. Like, it's clear that he's still yeah. doing things. But he's really only in 1 and 5, which really surprised me. Uh, actually, wait a minute. No, there's a model for him here in for RE4, apparently. But I don't remember him doing anything in 4, so I'm a little confused. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> it might have been just like he shows up and just like you just see him talk to a guy. I don't remember. You don't fight him. I'm pretty damn sure of that. But I don't remember for sure. Been a bit since. Oh, he's in the he's in the multiplayer in RE4. That's why. I oh, was... okay, mm -hmm. okay. Mm -hmm. That makes sense then. I was like, I don't, right. I don't think he was there. Uh, then he's like in some right. of the other spinner things, like Revelations Two. He's in Revelations Two. But um, mm -hmm. yeah. Uh, as for Neo Cortex now, Cortex is more the reason why we paired up him against Wesker is. Uh, Wiley and Eggman both deal in robotnik, ro robotics. I almost said robotnik. Like, God damn it. While Wesker and Cortex are more about DNA and organic science. Wesker has the, you know, Ouroboros. He has the T-virus. A bunch of different viral strains. Cortex is more about, let's take this, this, uh, this animal and mutate it. Let, let's see what happens when I take a little tiger... And to make him be tiny, I mean giant tiger, and call him tiny, but whatever. You know mm -hmm. what I mean. Uh, right. let, let's have a mutated dingo dial, and we'll call him dingo dial. I don't... He, he, he takes the animals, he mutates them, and he tries to brain control them to work for him, but it didn't work on Crash. <laughs> Oops. Mm -hmm. What I love is that um, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, actually shows why it didn't work on Crash. Because Crash 4 is all about time travel. And at the very end, you are going... You go to um, uh, to the beginning of the Crash 1 when Cortex is about to do his experiment. And you fuck it up. You fuck up his machine, making it fail to turn <laughs> Crash into his mindless slave, which is really cool. Uh, you know, he's got yeah. his ring. He, pretty much once it failed, you Crash escaped. And Cortex is like, motherfucker, that was supposed to be like my top general. Cause he, and he also has, like, this evil mask god spirit thing that's, like, commanding him to do things. But uh, then Crash is just like, you have my girlfriend. I'm going to go get her. And he just destroys Cortex's day. Uh, in later games, he manipulates Crash into collecting crystals and gems for him so he can power his machines. And Crash is just like, do 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 Okay, sure. At one point, they oh. had to work together because of reasons I don't recall. And they can base like I've, I'm pretty sure Crash Team's Fantasy. I'm pretty sure like at one point Crash uses Cortex as like a surfboard or a snowboard or something like that. It's like wow, that poor yeah. guy. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> he's actually playable in Crash Four. Uh, one of the things he can do is he can turn platforms like, like he can freeze things and turn them into platforms or something. I don't remember. Like, it's been a bit since I watched Crash Four, but yeah, he. I mean, he can make his own inventions, but he's more about uh, mutating animals while Wesker's mutating people. Yeah. That's, that's the logic that's, behind that's this matchup. That's the fact. Uh, Cortex, um, he, I'm, I'm less familiar with him, but but from the cursor research that I did, uh, yeah, he has his jetpack, he can create platforms, uh, what, like a, like blaster guns and, and mines and, and hoverboards and, and whatnot. 
so yeah, that's that's pretty that's pretty neat. Um, his final smash, I, I assume, it can entail like one of his transformations or um, like Dingo Dial or, or something along those lines. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then Wesker, um, he was playable in, in the Marvel vs. Capcom Three and Ultimate Marvel vs. Capcom yes. Three. They could pull up. They could pull a fair bit from that too, and, and just adapt it to Smash, where he's he's using his giant like katana like blade uh, in Marvel vs. Capcom Three, um, and and just several of his like kind of like T virus influenced moves, like his a uh, the radiation coming from his eyes, like the like the Cyclops Death Stare, I think would probably need to be involved because mm-hmm. um, that's that's like his that'd go-to be a victory animation is taking the sunglasses off. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like, I feel Absolutely. like his final smash would be injecting Ouroboros at him and then going into his, like, uh, yeah. skip the mutated art phase and just go full into the full monster phase and just, like, unleash on them in a cutscene. That would be pretty freaking cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> just one of those times a cutscene would work. Um, I don't know. I guess he can use, like, his, uh, his different surveillance devices from, from Umbrella and Stars, like, uh, like the Seeker. Or, um, I don't know, he has that one move where he move, he flashes forward super fast and, and basically bitch slaps you. Yeah. <laughs> um, which I think would be something. Uh, so yeah, he's lean, lean into his strengths as well. Um, I'm trying to remember what else might be in his disposal. Uh, I mean, guns. Besides, yeah, yeah, different, different guns and... Uh, technically speaking, um, like Cortex can bring his monsters again, like Wily and Eggman could. Uh, you can again give Wesker the ability to sub some sort of mook resident you know, evil monster, like, like a te- something with Nemesis the Tentacle Whip or something. That would be pretty neat. He's actually like, rumored to be coming to uh, uh, Dead by Daylight soon. Wesker? Yes. No, that'd be uh, pretty be, Before the anniversary release, before we knew what we were getting at the anniversary, uh, a leaker came out and revealed, hey, we're getting... Uh, the next killer is going to be something called the Dredge, and your target was going to be Hattie. And then, eventually, that we got screenshots, and that was leaked confirmed. But then also, uh, before anniversary, we also got more leaks that were saying, by the way, the next chapter is going to be Wesker's the killer, and Ada Wong and Rebecca Chambers as the survivors... And then the chapter after that is going to have a knight as the killer. We're just like, what? What? And then uh, at anniversary, they, they, during their anniversary stream, the very last thing they revealed is for the next chapter, they, they called it uh, Project W, which is like, okay, well, that's clear. And like they, they said it's going to be Resident Evil, but, they, but the chapter is going to be called Resident Evil Project W. It's like, all right, well, that's very obviously Wesker. So that leak mm-hmm. was all, is all true. Right. How right. this is going to look or function, we don't know. I assume it's going to be based on RE5, but we don't know. Right, right, right. Yeah, RE5, RE5 and then RE6, God especially, uh, have their have their issues, but Wesker isn't, isn't one of them. He's, he's a very... Resident Evil has this camp, like this cheesy 80s B-movie, just naturally the dialogue, you're like, what? Yeah. And he fits it to such a T and is magnificent to see. Mm-hmm. Um, it's it's an intimidating character. And even when you don't see him, you definitely feel him over the course of the games. Uh, it's it's pretty it's pretty interesting. Uh, 
and again, uh, Cortex is similar, but also very different. Where you're coming to him from this cartoonish aspect, where uh, yeah, you're you're the the power of two. You're you're teaming up with Crash at one point and, and causing all sorts of mayhem with him, uh, and and uh, it's about time as well. Uh, and again, he has all of these various inventions at his disposal, almost more like um, Wiley or Eggman. Uh, yep. So, and he's also ugly as sin. Like, holy cow, with the N stamped on his head, the giant—he he looks like a like a uh, a reject from Jimmy Neutron. Like, it's 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 Man, bad. But have you seen have you seen like, how so he looks as a baby? <laughs> Probably the same. Go right? to his like, wiki. Go to his uh, Crash Bandicoot wiki page, mm-hmm. and uh, oh, scroll down to Crash. Oh, yeah, Crash Team Racing Nitro no, Field shows it. it. It's like, oh fuck, <laughs> Christ! What? Can yep. that be in? Can that like be somewhere in his moveset or something like? I don't know. At least be a spirit, right? A spirit? Oh. Yes, it could absolutely be a spirit. Oh my god! <laughs> what the? F- Was he in like Crash Team Racing or something? Yeah, uh, it's actually he appears like in the insane version of Warped. I don't know why he gets turned into a baby in Warped, but yeah, he is a playable racer in Crash Team Racing Nitro Field. Crash Team Racing Nitro Field, the DLC got a little Nitro Field. The devs were on something. Because holy yeah, literally, balls! Literally an item box is playable. I'm, I'm pretty yeah. Sure. Yeah, I'm trying to look oh, at, see, no. where did the DLC start? Okay, I think they... Where did the DLC Fire start getting table. weird? Where? So I think... I don't think they were DLC. I think maybe it started with... No, okay, yeah. I think that the first DLC... Was like the other the other girls, Amy, Megumi, and Liz, the other trophy holding up girls in Isabella. Then they had Baby Crash and no. Baby Coco and Baby T, who's a little T Rex. Then they added mm-hmm. Spyro Hunter Nest York, and I was like, okay, cool, some Spyro ups. That's awesome. Then we got Komodo mm-hmm. Bro, you know, Dr. Embryo, Nita Cortex, Koala Kong, you know, these are all making sense so far, sure. Passing you know, Opossum and Ebenezer Von Kloch, I don't know what the fuck they're supposed to be from. Same with King Chicken. Then we got Rilla Roo, who everybody hated how he looked. Mm-hmm. Uh, then we got the two fucking announced race car announcers chickens. Like, what the fuck? Oh. And then what? the last five characters are when the devs were on drugs. The last five characters, <laughs> they were on drugs because they added in Baby Cortex, Baby Entropy, who's the time travel dude. They added his baby foreman. Mm-hmm. They added the generic lab assistant enemy. Fixed Rillaroo. They didn't fix Rillaroo, the character, and give him a fixed design. They added in a character called Fixed Rillaroo with a different face. I'm not kidding. And then the very last character was quite literally Iron Checkpoint Crate. That's the very last racing character they added to the game. It's like, what the fuck were you guys doing? What drugs were you on? Because you were clearly on something. Oh my god. Oh my god. That original Rilla Roo redesign looks like Ray William Jones. Anyway. That's the reason they have fixed Rilla Roo. The internet (laughs) hated it. 
the pose that he's in is just terrible too. Like, what is that? Good it lord! Ain't it looks, great. It looks like it looks like a banana is coming out of his ass too. Um, it's just bad. Yeah, it's a terrible it's just pose. Bad. Um, okay. It's like what? the baby cortex, though. Good lord! Yeah, they were on drugs. They were 100% so on bad. drugs. That is so bad. You cannot convince me otherwise. No, God. That's, that's, that's genuinely probably the worst thing that I have seen all day. Um, God. God. Worse than Old Man Slippy? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. God. Old Man Slippy looks like rotten lettuce. But... <laughs> Yeah. So some of the characters they added to this game, like I don't even know where they come from. Oh, apparently mm -hmm. some of them were actually new. Like the, this this reindeer dude, Hasty. He's just they just added him to the game. They're just like, oh, we're gonna make a reindeer. What what game is he from? This one. What? <laughs> like okay. Apparently he's based on concept art. For a character that got cut from the original Crash Team Racing. Oh, nice. Interesting. Hasty, oh. Gosh. Hasty looks funny, too, doesn't he? This fucking game. I, yeah, I, I would say that's about right. I hate I, it. I am, I'm really inspired by that roster, especially the Checkpoint Crate and the Babies. hate it so much i don't blame you. so i want to go back and play it i'll, I'll look i'll look for it i i played for, it long for, enough for, to for beat the grand prix story and then i stopped playing it because i was not going to do fucking uh battle pass nonsense mm -hmm. it gets pretty tough at points too yeah I, I didn't ever beat the original, but I did beat this one. Uh, I think I, I beat it in like a day. But okay, mm -hmm. you know I'm also better at games than I used to be as a kid. I think I might be worse. <laughs> That's really bad. Yeah, yeah. As as a prodigy once. Oh dear. <laughs> Anyways, so back to Cortex versus Wesker here. We kind of went on a bit of a tangent. Is Wesker a playable racer? Uh, no, he's not playable in any racing game at this time. Oh, that's too bad. Maybe Mario Kart in his future. As far as as far as where his only crossovers are, the MVC three, and I I think it's in like there's like like there's a Resident Evil crossover game or something. I don't know, I'm assuming he's in that, but I think he might be in Teppen, which is like a. A card, a Capcom card game or something? I don't fully understand yeah. it. And oh, he yeah, may yeah, be he in is in Teppen. I think he's... Right, and I think he's in Chris and Jill's story in Project Cross Gen, so, but I can't remember. Possibly. What Not play it. Me? Right. It's been a while since I played Cross Zone. I never mm -hmm. ended up beating it. I got annoyed because just the same thing every level. It's like, okay, can we get to the end? I feel like we should have been at the end of this game like six missions ago. 
The crossover idea is great. I oh, mean, yeah, I absolutely. Love I love it. Yeah, when they put Lucina and Krom in the second one, I was like, okay. And, yeah. and Shulk and Fiora. Like, what? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I agree with you. I, I never made it too far into it because the button mashing actually, like, literally hurt my hands mm. and on the 3DS. Maybe if they made, made one for, like, the Switch and streamlined it a little bit. Anyway. So, one of the things with these two characters, and I'm coming at this particular conversation, coming at things from a likelihood perspective, is that um, there is no Crash character yet in Smash. And if we're ever going to get one, mm -hmm. it's going to be Crash. If we get a second mm -hmm. character, Coco makes a lot of sense as an Echo of Crash. Uh, but they could also add in Crunch. They could add in... Like, I guess it'd be... After that, it'd be Crunch or Cortex after Crash and Coco. But when it comes to Resident Evil, it's complicated. Because the yeah. four, the four, I guess the three main characters are uh, Chris, Leon, Jill. So it's like, okay, which one of these do you add? Uh, you could also consider Claire. You could consider, I guess, Jake from R6. You could, you can't really consider Ethan Winters, considering they, they refuse to let us see his face. And I don't know what the fuck mm -hmm. you would do for that in Smash. So Even that's kind of, hmm. Even in the comics, it's pretty yeah. entertaining. What what I hope yeah. they do for RE9. Because, uh, spoiler alert here, for the end of RE8, mm -hmm. Ethan's dead. Gone. Yep. Uh, so I hope, I want Literally. RE9, yeah, I want RE9 to start off with a memorial service for him, even though it's going to be years later, because Rose is going to be the next playable character, right? Come on. It has to be Rose. Mm -hmm. Uh, mm -hmm. I'll just start with the memorial service, and as they're panning around, showing things, there's going to be a picture of Ethan. But it's going to be, uh, what is the, it's broken or there's like a tomato thrown at it or something. And his face still is invisible. <laughs> they still won't show his face. That's what I want. Like, tease oh, it. God. Tease it so hard and then still don't show it. Like, he clearly has a face modeled, but they will not show it to you in-game. Hmm. Actually, do they? Because you think if they have a model that uh, Data Matters would have been able to find it. Maybe. I know definitely in the canon they don't, but, um... I don't know. Oh, but wait, yeah, nope. Hang on. Yeah, they do, it, yeah. Yeah, I just found it. Mm-hmm. Alright, well, that's a creepy-looking face. I don't like it. I don't want to see his face anymore. <laughs> I don't like it. It looks a little too much like Simon Krieger from uh, Miles Morales' Spider-Man to me. Like, mm, yeah. don't like this face. Mm -hmm. See, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. But then also, you know, they could added Wesker as the as the playable character, uh, where it's like Jill, Leah, Christopher, all just like, okay, so we've all got these guns that we could yeah. use, and their final smash would probably be something to do with a rocket launcher because that's how almost every Resident Evil game ends is using the rocket launcher to kill the big scary. But I think Wesker yeah. is honestly the best choice for their new for new Resident Evil character. I agree. Because he can represent sure, you know, he can some guns, but he can more importantly represent the monster side of things. Mm -hmm. I think that's what you lean on with Resident Evil. I agree. I but agree. between these two characters, it's not really about likelihood, it's just who we want. Shout out to my Leon S. Kennedy moveset on Smash Chopin. Wiki. Shout out Good to times. my 
the merchant assist Jopi from Resident Evil 4. Yeah. Yep. I'm I want to know what he looks yeah. like in remake so bad. I really want to know. Yeah. I'm looking forward to that quite like, a bit. He has uh-huh. a good design already in the original RE4. Yeah. But how are they going to add to him? By the, the merchant character in RE8, by the way, so cool. I if that I really wish that yeah. he added like a secret extra boss battle where you fight him. That would have been amazing. Yeah, he's he's th- he threatened it a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to see him get out dude, of that car and yeah. kick ass. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I, I, I guess he like a god or something. He comes he comes across as strange. Um, he definitely has an infection of something. He has something supernatural about him. Come on. Absolutely, absolutely. He survived the end. Uh, yes, he actually sure. had to. Mm-hmm. Um, in this case, it's an interesting thought indeed between the two of them. I do, I, I do uh, have my lean, um, and I think. Okay, I'll just get into it. As fun as Baby Cortex is, I, I it's clearly Wesker for me. Yeah. Uh, between between what you what you had argued and um. The potential behind his moveset making him the greatest choice for a Resident Evil character, which I 100% agree with. Maybe not the likeliest in the scope of actual Smash compared to Jill or Chris or Leon, but definitely the best, the, the coolest, the the most uh, actually Resident Evil of the characters. The uh, most biohazard the of them as well. Precisely, yes. That's true. Literally, too, considering the shit he's taken. Um, so, yeah, I, I am... 100% Wesker on this one. Cortex is cool. Ugly uh, has an ugly baby that's that's even worse. Uh, he's a funny guy, and he, and he has some... I wouldn't be mad with him in Smash. It's just that uh, I think that he's outclassed. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I like I like Cortex. Uh, I am definitely more biased towards Crash Bandicoot as a series than I am to Resident Evil, because, hey, one of these is not... Because, hey, you know, Crash Bandicoot's not a shooty-shooty game. And uh, I don't do shooty shooty games because I suck. I'll I'll own up to it. I suck. Uh, and I think it'd be funny, uh, just like based on in character wise, he's again he's gonna be like kind of Eggman. He'd be very much of a goofball kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And early for most of the stuff, that I was actually saying it's like, all right, I'm gonna go Cortex. Come on, he's gotta have my vote. He, I like him more than Resident Evil, but honestly. If I'm looking at these two, I think I gotta go Wesker. Because um, let's be real, even if I went Cortex here and things went to a tie, the world picks Wesker anyways. Mm-hmm. It's not a contest. The only people that are gonna really pick Cortex over Wesker are like the big Crash Bandicoot stands, which I respect. Right. That. I respect that a lot because I like right. Crash. Right. I like Spyro more, but I like Clash. Uh, sure. But I feel like it's gotta be Wesker between these two. Um, get him to represent all of Resident mm-hmm. Evil, and then, you know, Crash can represent Crash himself later on. Um, but no, yeah, it, it feels like it's got to be Wesker here. Get him in the game. Agreed. Agreed. And there we go. There there are two matchups. We chose Dr. Wiley and Albert Wesker. They are moving on to the Tournament of Champions not too far from the time that we are releasing this episode. Yep. There'll be uh, one just, more... Just, just sma- there'll be one more regular mm-hmm. Smash Dash episode. And then the Tournament of Champions will be the final one. Yep. And then we get the season be- four. Oh, God. 
me saying, and then we get to the tournament champions three is just enough of an oh god for me right there. Accurate. <laughs> the finale, the finale each season is going to be an oh god. Here it goes. Absolutely, absolutely. But I'm I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, we we have our lineup. We know what's coming, and and uh, just looking ahead at our schedule, it's going to be some fun. And uh, whoever does listen will have some fun joining us on it. There's yes. uh, there's some interesting there's some interesting twists and turns. Um, before we go. We need to address something. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. right. Uh, the last match, speaking yeah. of ties, uh, the last match of this episode, mm-hmm. we had a tie between... Oh, who was it between? The Prince of Walt Cosmos and Aurora. That's right. That's right. I was thinking Aurora, but I couldn't remember who her opponent was. Uh, the Prince and Princess matchup. Uh, you picked mm-hmm. the Prince of Walt Cosmos. I picked Aurora. So that means they go, went to went to the audience to choose which character would win that Smash Bros. matchup in Jono. What were the votes? Yes, sir. We did the usual thing. We took the social media, the Instagram polls, the Twitter polls. We asked our uh, close associates for, for some votes. And uh, at the end of the day, the Prince of All Cosmos has won against Aurora. All right. Not unexpected. Uh, even in that whole episode, I knew, like, me picking Aurora over over the Prince was like, Prince is going to win that matchup. It's not a contest. Right. And so, to be honest, looking at the numbers, it kind of wasn't. But... Wait, what? Was it close? It was... No, it was... It was... The Prince garnered over 50% of the vote. Okay, so yeah. So it, it wasn't... Oh, it well, wasn't I mean, of course of you have to get over 50% of the vote. There's only two choices. That's true, isn't it? Over 75% of the vote. Okay, that makes more sense. <laughs> Jesus. But um, I think it was it was a worthwhile matchup regardless. It, it's been a long time since we had a, a toss-up like that. Yeah. Um, a tiebreaker. And uh, and Aurora's a fun character. Like, there, there's definitely potential from Child of Light, and I love the aesthetic of Child of Light. Uh, the, game, the game itself wasn't that bad either. Um, I enjoyed playing through it. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, with that, today's Smash Bros. episode is done. Next time, on topic, the penultimate on topic of the season. Uh-huh. And we're, you know, you know, a fairly light discussion uh, ahead of our finale discussions in the following cycle. But uh, we're going to be talking about stages across Smash history. Yeah. Uh, ones we liked, ones we didn't like. Uh, our favorites, ones that we wish would die in hell and never come back, and ones we think should have come back in Ultimate that didn't, and there was only like what, twelve or something stages that did it that aren't in Ultimate. It's like what the fuck, but mm-hmm. we'll get there. See you all then. Bye everyone. See you all then. Good day. <laughs>